All right, guys. Tonight I got Nick here. You probably recognize him from Twitter as at clutch underscore combat. He's part of the Celtics Twitter elite. He tweets out some spicy good memes. How you doing tonight, Nick? I'm pretty solid. How about you? Not bad, man. I'm a little irritated at the end of that game. You know? Yeah. I, 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 I try not to get into Summer League, but the fans were so into it. And my son Tatum got knocked over. And it was just this yeah. whole big thing. How do you I had feel? to defend him a little bit. But my, uh, <laughs> my, fr- my friends in my group chat were clowning him. Oh, man. I know. That's all people are going to remember now. I'm going to hear that forever on Twitter. Forever. I was like, hey, you guys footstepped on. Let's chill out. <laughs> that was an offensive foul, right? Like you saw that. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, today we're going to break down the three big summer league stars. We're going to break down J- Jalen. We're going to break down Zizic. We're going to break down Tatum. Then we're going to move on to some Hayward, and then we'll go to the shoot-around. So first up, my favorite son, Jalen Brown. How do you feel about him in Summer League, man? Yeah, he, he was looked strong game one, and I mm-hmm. think I think the coaching staff kind of told him to lay up back game two a little bit and try yep. to let other people shine. That's why he like didn't look so elite like he did in game one. Yep, I agree. I, I also think he was overpassing a little bit. Did uh, yeah, you see any of that? Yeah, trying to force it. Yeah, trying to force it. Yeah, he's trying to put like a point forward out there. <laughs> And that's not really his game. No, not his game, man. Not his game at all. Yeah, um, I mean, overall, Jalen, it's going to be uh, – one thing I did notice about him is he's been rebounding extremely well. Um, hey. I believe he was double digits both games. How would you feel about that? He looked like freaking Dwight Howard other or something. He, he, <laughs> he was manning up against these kids out there. It looked like he was in a different league. <laughs> he did, man. He did. Um, yeah, just physically, I think he's on like another level. I heard like this summer people were saying he added like 12 pounds of muscle or something. And he's like pretty much LeBron size almost at this point, like six eight, two thirty eight or something. People were saying. Yeah, I did hear he added some muscle. I think you could tell out there too. Um, he just looks like yeah, even more powerful than he was last season, which is really saying something. Yeah, because uh, when he just drafted, a lot of things that all the scouts pointed to was like, oh, hey, NBA ready body, ready to go out there and muscle it out. And now he's even bigger, so <laughs> – yeah, and he's been on that uh, NBA strength and conditioning program. He's been on that uh, Celtics butterball diet they do with like Marcus Smart, Paul Pierce, Scott. The, the got... combat, the combat muscle. <laughs> yeah, program. they got the combat muscles. See, I told you, my man. It's probably the Celtics <laughs> Twitter. You know, it's had a meme. They got the combat muscles going. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I don't want to dwell on Jalen's too much because I mean he's an NBA player. Like, what is the summer league? You know, what are we learning here? We're not seeing him for the first time. It's not, he's not trying to be like Dante X and out there trying to prove something. It's fourth year. <laughs> uh, I know. I know. Maybe, maybe we should get to play Marcus Smart. You know? <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, I actually like Exum. I do. Um, I want him to succeed after he tore his ACL, I believe. That was his injury, I think. Yeah. I think that's what they're, talking, they're talking about him and Baron Davis having, like, the same t- sort of ordeal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. I mean, he's Australian. You don't get a lot of Australians in the league, so that's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> I've always liked yeah. him. Um, it's been a shame that he hasn't worked out better for the Jazz. But, I mean, yeah. I guess not for us because we wouldn't have got Hayward. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're going to need something now. <laughs> that's true, they are. Yeah, so we don't want to spend a ton of time on Jalen because, you know, he looks the same. I mean, he's a little bit stronger now. A uh, bit more confident from three. He's not actually hitting them that much, but he looks more confident. <laughs> I mean, hey, the first game, he was like three for four from there. Eh? That's was, true. That's that true. caught me off guard a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he was just like he, – he just came out that game, and I just think he had that like insane mindset. He's going to do whatever he wants. Yeah, Like in the garbage time mindset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so 
We'll move on to the other big one, probably the second most player people were excited to see. I talk about Zizic, who um, actually, you give me your impressions first. What do you think about Zizic? I, his offensive game definitely needs work. He looks like he's trying to be like a like a two K guy trying to post up, but <laughs> only doing spin moves that people always try to do. Yeah, he he's he's got good hustle though. He goes for the he's not like our other big. Sometimes it just like to stand there and watch. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um, he's very active on the glass. Um, I thought, especially tonight, that he really started to like even more assert himself. Um, I think tonight was his best game. Would you agree with that? Yeah, he looks way more like aware out there than he did in the first two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, how do you feel about his defense? Because he, he looked pretty stiff, but I see some positives there. What do you, what do you feel about he, his defense? He seemed good as like a half-court rim defender, but his transition needs some work. Because I saw in like the first game, it looked like his guy was beating him down a lot of the time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the first game, it was actually embarrassing at some points. Um, and, you know, I, I, I want to like him. And the first game, the first, even the second game, you know, he's just getting crushed on the court. It was, it was pretty weird. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's a big guy, but I don't think he's that slow. Like, I don't think he's like completely can't move in the open court. I think it's just a lot of kind of like an adapting thing. I'm like not used to playing with all this high pace and stuff because in Europe, you got all those slow-footed white guys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. They do get the slow Euros, the, the stereotype over there. Um, that's a good point, though, about he might not be used to the sort of NBA. And this is the Summer League, too, which is extremely disorganized. So yeah. I feel like he might have been more used to the Euro League if it's like – that's a professional you know, thing over there. They're very organized. teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got schemes. Um, you know, you know your role. It's more defined. Uh, where your teammates would be at. Um, yeah. So, what were some biggest positives you think you saw from Zizic? What'd you really like? Uh, he got muscled guys on offense. He got a few. He got a couple of and ones. I think he got to the line a fair amount. Mm. Rebounding was solid. He he seemed to know what to do when he got the rebound. Like he didn't just kind of look around. He got to a ball handler pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's pretty impressive on those points yeah I, th- I think so too yeah he was um especially good on the offensive glass i feel i feel like they really had to like all three teams really had to work to try to stop him um he drew all the attention <laughs> yeah. let's say that <laughs> we don't exactly feeling any more bigs out there yeah, um, the summer league team is uh, pretty depleted of uh, these a couple of people <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh what are your big negatives you saw from zizich just the pace, you know, just he, I don't, I don't know if I've seen him make a mid range or, uh, yeah, no post, no post moves really yet. And mm-hmm. this is just really raw at this point. Yeah, I think so too. He does have that nice little spin move he likes on offense. He did it a few <laughs> times tonight. <laughs> yeah, he likes to go to that. Yeah, he does like to go to that. Um, yeah, the negatives, just mobility, I think, overall. Um, he didn't look very mobile out there. He looked very stiff. Tonight, it looked a lot better. But the first two games, it was, like, atrocious. <laughs> it looked like Frankenstein out there, just lumbering around. <laughs> the people on Twitter slotting him as our uh, starting center might need to ease back a little bit after <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, um, we all might need to relax on the Zizu's hype train. I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to see him out there against but, NBA like, offenses. We don't need to pick up a big. We got Zizu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I honestly, after tonight, I think – it might be possible to have him on the opening night roster, not starting. I think it uh, might be possible to have him on the bench. On the roster, definitely. I okay. 
So you don't think uh, he'll need to go to the G League, or do you? No, I could see him as like a ninth to tenth rotation type guy to start. He might need a stint down there, but I feel like he'll get the chance right away because we okay. don't really have much depth at this point after using all of our cap. No, we really don't. I, I don't even see how we can acquire much. I think we can acquire some. Yeah. We have like much. a mid-level exception, like four yeah. mil or something near there. I saw people saying. Oh, look at that. That was some good cap knowledge, my man. Look at that. <laughs> I would just be like, oh, we got some fucking money. <laughs> we got like a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Our bench is going to be super young unless we get like yeah. Crawford, like people were saying earlier. Yeah, how do you feel about that, by the way? What are you thinking about that? I I take him at like a slightly expanded Gerald Green role from last year. Like okay. not relied upon, but like if we need a spark, he's the go-to guy. He can handle the ball a little bit, just help out. Word. Uh, do you think he'd be willing to do that? I mean, uh, Jamal Crawford, to me, he seems like he always wants to be the guy. He's, Not... he's close to the IT, so I don't know if like, they're talking about something probably. He'd be like, yeah, you might not be able to be the mm-hmm. guy here, but you can help out, and he, be, he can consider that or go to, like, poverty team somewhere and have the <laughs> ball. Team. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I can think of a bunch of teams that would start about, like, the six-man role. Or not start it, but, like. Um, you know, have him at the six-man role. Bring him back to New York to have him entertained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could do something like that. Um, you know, it's definitely a possibility, especially if we end up moving smart. I think then a Crawford would be more useful because we need yeah. that on the bench. Definitely. I mean, I... Rosier can't really be relied upon. Oh, as God. The only ball handler on the no. bench if we lost smart. Oh, God. Don't make me. Don't make me envision that, man. Like, I like Rosier, but don't make me envision that. I'm pretty handling. big on Rosier, but his uh his ball handling is definitely not his strong suit. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not really trying to lose smart. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> I'll give up like anything before we give up smart. I'm just saying, if we do, um, yeah, I think Jamal Crawford could be an interesting piece uh, to sort of like take over the ball handling roles. Help like a Evan Evan Turner type role, more yep. scoring. Yep, Evan. Yeah, uh, at this point, I don't know if he's as good as Evan Turner was for us, but yeah, yes, that similar role, I think. Got to cover some Jamal Crawford. Bonus coverage. <laughs> so let's go. Let's talk about the big man. Let's talk about fucking Tatum. What do you think? Uh, I don't like what Mitchell was doing at the end of the game. He, he, <laughs> it wasn't as good as the first two, but he still got he still got yeah. like 12 rebounds. That's pretty. Yeah, he did. Something like that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about overall summer league, though. So what do you feel overall? How have you felt? Uh, definitely. He probably exceeded most people's expectations. How polished his offensive game was, which was like a major point. But like, not everyone expected it. He's kind of impressing... Not just the Celtics fans, but like Twitter as a whole. Yeah, I noticed they're that. They're starting to hop on. Like it's... worldwide, Wob he kind of <laughs> he kind of shapes opinions of some people on Twitter, and he put <laughs> he does he put up he put up that Tatum dunk and the game winner and got all people hyped about him, and now he's got like kind of a following more so than our other players because people aren't really too high on the Celtics on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's an understatement. <laughs> that's a bit of an understatement yeah. how they feel about the Celtics on Twitter. But, but they, <laughs> they like our young guys. They're like Jalen. They people do like him too a little bit. They do. That's um, very interesting. I've I said that a few times too. It's interesting that um, Twitter is so like negative on the Celtics, but I've seen mostly respect for Jalen. I've seen a lot of love for Tatum, especially in that summer league. Uh, he might have lost some clout tonight, though, after Donovan Mitchell <laughs> offensive yeah, followed him. <laughs> that, that was not – yeah. And, and, and the reach in on the other end with the steal. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Just letting him play in Utah. So. That was like that was like that Avery Bradley playoff steal on Wall. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. grabbed his arm and <laughs> didn't do anything. Playoff atmosphere in Utah. I like that. That's basically what you said. We'll take that. <laughs> They're getting pretty rowdy over there. Mad about uh, by Matt Hayward. Yeah. Oh man, you see some of those signs? <laughs> They're fucking pissed. Thought they're supposed to be Five nice people in Utah. Blog. 
coward. They're going to call him a coward over there now. They got, they're changing to the J word thing. Do you see that sign? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much they want that, but yeah, I don't know. You get man. what you ask for. <laughs> yeah. So I thought Utah was supposed to be nice, man. Like you left Philly or like Boston or something. Yeah, like you thought yeah, they'd yeah. be like classy, but let us down, man. They, they wanted to meme. They wanted to meme at poor yeah. Hayward. <laughs> so uh, let's go back to Tatum. How do you feel about his defense in summer league? Uh, his defense has been better than it was sold as. I think he, he's looked really well out there. He's gotten the, the Celtic mindset so far. Jalen probably <laughs> I like that. Jalen probably got him pretty hard on the defense at the beginning when he first started working mm -hmm. with him. Yep, and uh, he just looks pretty solid out there. He's got he got like five steals the first game and like he did the second as well. Yeah, pretty, he had a few seconds. Good. Even, even with the sloppy play, but <laughs> yeah, it's very sloppy. He's getting a lot of um like um. You know those type of like lazy seals, like they're hits just like, off some hits off some guys like leg yeah. and it just like rolls out of bounds almost. <laughs> yep, I, I I've been really impressed with his defense in terms of his awareness. Um, he's constantly moving his head. He's constantly moving. He knows when to sag off, which is good. Um, just overall, I think his defense has been better than expected. It's hard to say because he's facing such low caliber of competition, but yeah, I mean overall, you know he uses his length well. Um, surprising amount of steals. So yeah, I've been happy about that. Uh, how do you feel about his rebounding? How'd that go? That's that's also like popped out so far. People are selling him off as maybe a four in the NBA with nowadays with the stretch four. I think he might be able to play that. Because uh, he's getting he's patting rebounds more than any of our power forwards did last season. <laughs> he is. I mean, he has a good instinct for it, and uh, surprisingly good instinct. I think um, he seems to have a nose like for the ball and where it's yeah. going to come off the rim and stuff, which yeah. It's important as a rebounder. And when he gets it, he's good at pushing it up the floor, which is uh, neat, which is a good skill for today's game of transition. Oh, absolutely. Especially with uh, Brad Stevens' offense. He's going to want to mm -hmm. see that. Um, I did notice that about Tatum. He really likes bringing it up in transition. How do you feel about him in transition? Uh, he's a better passer in transition than half court, for sure. Like when, mm -hmm. when they tried having him as point in our weird starting lineup tonight with no point guard, <laughs> it didn't. Him and Nader running point wasn't yeah. the best idea, but yeah, in, in crazy, transition, right? he seems to always find the right guy. Like even on that that bank shot buzzer beater by uh, Roscoe or whatever. Mm -hmm. He found him He found him uh, curling out to the wing, got him the open shot, and he made it. So it worked out pretty well. He did. Yeah, that was nice. Um, that was good. I'm surprised we actually got that bucket. I was waiting. I thought he was just going to drive at the rim. I didn't even I see that pass. <laughs> I didn't know if that guy can shoot. Uh, I'm not really. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure really who he is either. Roscoe, Roscoe <laughs> Allen. <laughs> yeah, I haven't scouted him extensively. I can't say that I have. <laughs> His, his a, dunk, his dunk was yeah. impressive. He's the one with the shoes, isn't he? Is he the one with the like the bright green shoes? I think. I can't. I, uh, there's one of them I'm, on the I, court. I, I, I'm not really sure. I just know okay. he dunked on someone and made a buzzer beater. <laughs> <laughs> good enough for me, man. <laughs> good enough for summer league. Yep. But uh, yeah, so that's been good. His game and transitions nice. He's a good like instinct for it. Like we said, uh, he really likes to do it. He likes to bring it up himself. He likes to handle it that way. Um, he just feels very comfortable doing it. So how would you feel – do you think he can make an immediate, uh, immediate impact on the Celtics? Do you think he can actually get meaningful minutes early? Because Jalen didn't, but Marcus Smart did. And so I think Brad is willing to play rookies if they can be mature in their well, approach to the game. How do you feel about that? It's a little different between the team that Smart entered on and the team Jalen entered on. That's probably yep, indicative on their minutes because Smart was doing like a 25-win, <laughs> sixth overall pick team, and Jalen joined at 48-win like tied third seed team. Yep. Good observation. So, uh, 
I think Tatum could probably he could probably break in considering the lack of bench room you're able to have now and once again because the cap problems. But uh, I could definitely see him potentially even starting by the end of the year because we have no really, we have no solidified fifth starter at this point. There's IT, <laughs> no, we don't. There's Bradley, there's Hayward, Horford, and then like maybe Crowder if he stays. But that's a very small and not very proficient at rebounding lineup. Yeah, and I assume Crowder is probably going to be. Yeah, the Crowder good, Bradley is probably gone. I think that's almost guaranteed. At least one of them is gone of the starting five. Crowder or Bradley's gone. We'll see what I happens. Prefer, I prefer Crowder, but an would you issue Avery's you? contract ending? Cool. Yep. We'll talk about that a little later. I want to yeah. hear some thoughts on that yeah. from you. But uh, yeah, immediate impact. So you even think? Um, I don't want to hot take you too much, but you <laughs> think it's possible that he could start? I feel like he was going to get. A chance right away, maybe like a good fifteen okay. minutes, maybe, and then by the end of the year, if he impresses enough and looks like a scorer, like he's like we need. Well, we don't really need as much of Hayward, but if he can help on the boards and put up some buckets, he might be able to crack his way into the starting five, depending on who we get. Yep, of course, yeah, um, yeah. I definitely think you know. I think it's going to come down to almost his strength. I mean, he's not going to put on a ton during the season, but if he does a lot of work in the off season and he comes into training camp and you know, for the preseason and stuff, and he's strong, I think that'll show a lot because he can play the four more. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, that's how he's going to see the court, if he can play the four. Um, obviously, off the bench, he can play the three a little bit, but I think if you want to impact like the starting lineup, you're probably going to have to play the four. Yeah, that sounds about right, because our only power forward currently on the roster is Horford, if you could call him one. Yeah, he's yeah, their only yeah. center right now. Yeah, he's not like our only big, really. There's there's Daniel Thies, or however, I don't even know how you say yeah, it. The, the guy the we German up. kid, yeah. The, it's a three I, and D, four, we'll see yeah. what he can do. Yeah, that that could be interesting, you know? I mean, they must have seen something. <laughs> Hell, he could even be our freaking starting four at this point with our team. Yeah, they're pretty stacked. <laughs> they're they're yeah. quite good. In the weak East, too. Like, that's a team that, you know, even if you can't pick up a fifth starter, which they will, I assume, they're going to pick up something. But, um, yeah. My, the, my ultimate hope is uh, Dwayne Deadman. He'd be a good piece to add. Oh, yeah. You're one of the Deadman troopers? I see him all the time <laughs> I mentions. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's funny that, like, people are getting really passionate about him, man. <laughs> that's, that's probably the best people fit at this point in the market, I think. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That'd be interesting, I think. So... I want to talk about um, sort of from that. We can lead into this. How do you feel about Jason Tatum today versus Jalen today? Like, do you think Jalen is significantly better? Is it too hard to tell? Um, just give me some thoughts on that. Jalen is more of a like a man at this point, like ready to like <laughs> muscle it out, fight it, guard better, LeBron, better combat muscles. You yeah. Would say? Okay. But uh, then, like Jalen has more, or Jason has more offensive skill, I think. While Jalen's more like run at the rim, dunk on someone, <laughs> kill them, and then Tatum's like, let me do a Dirk fade and yeah, <laughs> and then shoot a mid range or something. He is he's a better shooter. I don't even know if I can say that because he can't even like hit a three really in summer league so far. Tatum. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't been shooting that well from three. Yeah, he, he hasn't been shooting super well. Um, I would like to see him actually shoot some of those open catch and shoots that he passes yeah, up. He's, I think it's just kind of nerves and kind of not ready for the big yeah. stage of it yet. Not yep. really comfortable. He didn't do that a lot at Duke. He didn't get a lot of catch and shoots at Duke. They just gave it to him in isolation, really. Yeah, uh, with, our, with our summer league, we don't really have the ability to give him open looks. We don't have a competent point yeah, guard or a yeah. system. So it would be no. interesting to yeah. see that compared to playing with the actual Celtics. Yep, cool. 
So you get you give me a very like reasonable too early to say. You know, you avoided <laughs> yeah. the hot take. You avoided the hot take. Okay. Oh, I'll give it to Jalen right now, but I okay. think I think Tatum has a higher ceiling because he can be yep. more like a like a mellow Paul Pierce scorer type guy. Yep. Well, Jalen, I think, could be more of like a Andre Iguodala type slasher Ooh, defense type player. Interesting. Yeah. Something around that yep. range. I could see that. You know, if the passing comes along from Jalen, I could see that. Um, yeah. So, do you think at any point that I'll ask you this? Because I'm trying to get a hot take. <laughs> do you think you can overtake him this year? Do you think it's reasonable or not reasonable? Do you think it's possible and not completely unreasonable to say that Jason Tatum could overtake Jalen this year? I think there's a better chance Tatum could start because I think he'd be more suitable to be a stretch four. Well, Brown's more of like a two slash three. Mm-hmm. Tatum's more of a three and a four. Cause, uh, but yep. if Bradley if Bradley or something went down again, then Brown would be put in the lineup. It just depends on our lineup, basically. But he could overtake him, but I don't know if he'll get significantly more minutes even if he does start over him. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that. I just meant in, term, in terms of skill, like in terms of positive impact. Because I can mm. kind of see it, and I love Jalen. This is not like a Jalen-like shot or anything. This is just... Um, I, need, I need to see him guard actual NBA players first. <laughs> true. Excellent. Yep. I completely agree with that. <laughs> that is a good non-hut take. <laughs> Let's see him actually guard some non-summer league people. Because <laughs> he has looked very good on defense. I mean, like off the top of my head, I really can't think of a lot of times when it's just been poor. I mean, he's got beaten, but everyone gets beaten. Even Smarf. But... <laughs> But yeah, so overall, pretty high on Tatum, Summer League. Yeah, and he's impressed so far. I saw like a thing about the player efficiency rating so far about all the Summer League people. He had like the highest or one of the highest. He's like a 29 for the first two games. <laughs> so that's pretty. Well, Folds down there at 22 because he can't stay on the court. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want to talk about that a little bit? You want to talk about fat I, folks? Fat I'm, I'm, down, I'm down to uh, defend some uh, Danny Ainge here. <laughs> Danny Ainge defense squad. <laughs> Fultz has looked magnificent when he's been on the court. Yeah, but, but I think that is important. I think you know that's weird that he's not playing more. Too like, much of that Chick Fil A. Yes, <laughs> too much of that uh, Philadelphia Chick Fil A. If he came here, we don't have any, so he would have been eating healthy. He'd be on the court more. You know, he'd have more combat muscles. Yeah, but, entire uh, game, they're playing the sixes. I'm like, where's Fultz at? And it's like, oh, he's played 20 minutes or something. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I thought he got hurt at one point when I was watching. Yeah, I it. know. I was like, where the hell is he? <laughs> Maybe I like how the the ending of that game showed the kind of justification of picking Tatum over. Tatum <laughs> hits the big shot, yeah. puts him up ahead. Fultz yeah. goes for the questionable reverse, gets yeah. back to they lose. That was a weird and choice. That was a weird decision by Fultz to go for that. Feeding yeah. that whole winner. Uh, yeah. Hey, Philadelphia narrative. won tonight, and guess who didn't play? <laughs> Fultz didn't play tonight, and they won. Markel Fultz. Yeah, yeah, he's cursed. He's cursed. <laughs> Two and sixteen. Pac twelve play. Yep. Yep. I love how like a month ago, before we traded, I would have been like, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> now I'm latching on to anything I can get to justify. Uh, I can be completely honest. I looked like nothing into the other prospects. We traded that pick. I was like, Oh, there goes the guy I've had my mindset on since like February. Yep. And I was like, Oh, this team guy's actually pretty good and then <laughs> Jackson looks solid too, but I don't know if he's gonna meet with us. So that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that was that was just bizarre. I'll I don't think I'll ever understand that. I mean, Jackson's the type of guy who I think Brad Stevens would give minutes to too, as well, because he plays yeah. like such good defense. Like like smart. Yeah, exactly. Like smart can't shoot shoot for shit either, and like he gets minutes. 
You just got to play defense for Brad. You got to play defense and move the ball. And I think Josh Jackson can do both of those things. But, hey, his agent said no. I guess <laughs> I guess Phoenix is a better place to be for marketing and stuff. Yeah, I guess, uh, <laughs> I guess you could stay in the 110-degree dry heat. Yeah, <laughs> and you're toiling away in like a smaller market that's probably not going to win anything during his rookie deal. So um, they could be tanking for a while. So I guess that's better. His agent decided. <laughs> more playtime, woo. Yeah, more playing time when no one's going to watch you. Um, you know, that's better than going to the Eastern Conference Finals for exposure. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on to the fun part. The part that a bunch of people listen to this are probably like, why the fuck haven't they talked about it yet? Let's talk about Gordon Hayward. How excited are you? I was, uh, so the night we got him, I went to my local McDonald's with my friends to try and get good luck. <laughs> Because that's the exact same place I was when we signed Al Horford last summer. <laughs> and when I was there, right when I got my meal, I went to sit down. And the player, the Gordon Hayward notification comes up on my phone. Uh, thanks, Utah. And I'm like, it worked again. Holy <laughs> and shit, I, man. I was pretty excited again. So I was like, now we're finally going to be able to maybe take the Cavs to a reasonable series. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can not get monstered. And like <laughs> yeah. one of the games get fucking just beat down. That wasn't the best basketball to watch. No, that was not the best basketball to watch. But look at that McDonald's, man. The McDonald's theory. I'm going to call it that. You got to be careful now. I don't know what to say. You got to like (laughs) – you can wait till next – or actually, we probably won't be signing a big free agent for a while, so you're probably pretty safe. Yeah. You're going to be like an old – you're going to be like older and moved out of the city and you're going to have to drive all the way back to McDonald's next time we're trying to get a fucking free agent. (laughs) The, The good luck charm. Yeah, the good luck charm, man. That's I'll have funny. to say though that day on Twitter might have been the craziest like free agency day since that since like that DeAndre Jordan thing that had the whole NBA Twitter like it did in chaos <laughs> it legit chaos man I I actually missed most of it because I was out at a cookout because it was the fourth fucking July when they do this whole big thing like you think they would have done it during a day when everyone's not busy yeah so, Katie did the same thing it's like thanks yeah. again <laughs> but he did it earlier you know what I mean That's he true. did it by like noon that was fine. He, you got to be fair. He was in the Hamptons. Hayward was out west. It's a time zone thing. Yeah, that's true, actually. That's true, I suppose. But, um, yeah, no, that was, yeah. I'm just like, so I'm like in the pool. I'm like, hey, keep an eye on the phone. Like, I'm in here. Um, my friend tells me, hey, like, he signed. I'm like, sweet. So I get out of the pool. I tweet some shit, you know, trash talk. And then I, like, open the trending topics, and I'm like, holy shit, it's not confirmed. <laughs> I got punked, man. People screenshotted me and shit. Good thing he ends up coming here. You know yeah, all the shit I talked about Miami? <laughs> if he went to Miami after what I said, oh my god. Man. The deleting spree would have been real. Yeah. I would have had to delete my fucking Twitter, man. I would have been in Twitter. Like, that would have been bad. My mentions would be like cancer. Yeah, you could probably <laughs> see, like, the downgrading of mine. I was like, oh, we got him. It's awesome. <laughs> and then, like, a few minutes later, like, oh, what? Why did it, it does, does Utah, did he pull a KD and just not tell them? And then, yeah. like, and then, like, a minute later, there's more reports. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> He's still a free agent. Yep. That was that was a bizarre turn of events, man. Um, that was a few hours, too, I believe. What is it, like, four hours? Yeah, think- yeah. He announced it at like two, and then the real thing didn't come out to like seven or eight or something. Yeah, that it's kind was of crazy. Yeah, but I you know I I wasn't really super worried. It might have been because I had a few fucking beers, and I wasn't actually like really worried about it. But I think I, I it kind of reeked of a situation where he just like was upset it leaked. Yeah, like the Dwight Howard thing yep. years ago with Houston. Yep, exactly. Like it felt. Yeah, it sort of felt you know that like he planned to sell Utah on his own terms, uh, own, yeah. own terms, and it got leaked. Like, so I wasn't actually worried that he wasn't going to come here. 
And I definitely knew he wasn't going to Miami. Because if he's like thinking that much, why would he go to Miami? Like you would think like the Boston or Utah, like he's torn. Like And then Waj said uh on my on ESPN that they were out and I was like, Thank God the Heat <laughs> fans can't come for us. <laughs> yeah, that's a major thing, man. Something on Twitter. Twitter. They they are there's crazy. something else, man. This that, I, I, that might be our biggest fan base rivalry on Twitter as of right now. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like way bigger than the Lakers, I think. Um Raptors is bad, but not as bad because we both kind of relate to each other because LeBron yeah. just beats the shit out of us. So, like, and then Washington, there's not that many like Wizards fan on Twitter. No, really. there's not. So no, I don't like, see them. Yeah. If there were, that would probably be the biggest one just because of all the beef there was between the teams. But man, that was kind of kind of chill. Yeah, it's kind of chill because there's not that many of them. But mm-hmm. he fans, man, like I, I I said, I was like Gordon Hayward. You know, he's married. He's like a stay at home guy. He likes video games. I, yeah, I don't he, see the appeal of Miami nightlife. And like that mention, that like tweet like blew up. There's like half of Miami was in my fucking mentions telling me, yeah, "What do you mean that. you can't raise a family in Miami?" I was like, "What the fuck? How did you get that out of that?" <laughs> He's not the yeah Adam Kaufman, the the Boston radio guy, caught yep. a bunch of heat for saying that similar thing to that. I was like, yeah. he didn't say that Miami's like unlivable. Yeah, he said that like you're, when your major appeal is nightlife and the dude's married with kids, like. <laughs> he's not a he's not a party machine like uh, Olenek now. Yeah, dude, Olenek is gonna tear it up in Miami, dude. There is zero doubt in my mind that he my... Twitter was clobbering him. Yeah, they hate him, dude. They were pissed, man. I feel like they don't actually know what he does on the basketball court. I feel like they're seeing a big goofy white dude. Well, to be fair, to be fair, that's not completely wrong. Yeah. Oh no, he is a big goofy white dude, but he can ball, man. If like, there wasn't that game seven, Washington, I probably wouldn't be as like emotional about this because he mm-hmm. he was clutch he got us to the, the eastern conference finals he did i mean dude if you're a seven footer and you can shoot the three like you're valuable doesn't matter like it really doesn't matter what else you do on the court you're valuable if you can do that yeah like just look at uh some people in the league like humphreys down in atlanta yep. or whatever he got cut, he got at the bottom of the bench and they were like hey shoot some threes and he became a <laughs> decent shooter now he gets some play time again so it's crazy it is i mean it's just it forces the opposing bigs to kind of chase you out there and they don't want to fucking do that like they don't want to be out there on the perimeter what yeah floor spacing like seeing yep. gorta out there trying to guard in the perimeter in the playoffs he is so uncomfortable outside. oh yeah he hated it he hated it and it's funny because um speaking of this considering he went to miami whiteside hates playing against Atlantic. oh and he, he, got he that flagrant it. Yeah, he got the flagrant two on him. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was like, in, like because it was him, but I don't know. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a, I have white side on Snapchat. So he's put some funny stuff on there. I'm curious to see if he's gonna react to this. Yeah, all. react to that. Yeah, he seems like a funny kid. He seems yeah. like a funny kid. This is ready or not or whatever he fucking said. <laughs> Big dope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's not the brightest. Yeah, no, that doesn't strike me as the brightest man. He's a good player though, but. Yeah, I think Kelly's gonna have a fucking blast in Miami, man. I think we're gonna see like lots of like Instagram posts of like him on the beach. <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel bad. See, he was a uh, big in the Boston community. Like, even well, he's a free agent. He's helping out like working with Celtics fan kids and just yep. like doing he, community work. Man, he does more charity than anyone else. They said they say he does like a ton of charity. That's cool. Yeah. Good for him. Somehow we got here. We started at Gordon Hayward, <laughs> and we went all the way here. Oh, we were shitting on Miami. That's how. Yeah, good. They deserve it, man. That the Twitter fan base. If any Miami fans have survived this long, I just want to say that I appreciate you listening because I hate all of you. So <laughs> the fact that you made it this far is impressive because you guys just ruined some of my nights. I'll like open up the app. I got like thirty five notifications, yeah, uh, and yeah. like I can't miss any because it might be something like actually like useful. 
No, it's just fucking Miami fans going off about like ridiculous comments. They haven't even beat us in like two years. We swept them the Dude, past they two regular seasons. Yeah, they haven't beat us in so long, man. Remember that game? They were up like 16 in the fourth quarter or something like that? We just that was the last game. Or third quarter. That was the last game of the uh, season a couple years like, uh, yep. when we won 48. Yep. And that, they lost and still got the tie over three. See, that, that oh, freaked me off. That was the worst because they got – yeah, exactly, dude. That changed everything. We could have made it out of the first round. Um, I can't remember who they played. Uh, uh, Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. Okay, that My was – My friend it. went to one of those playoff games. Ah, he went to the one where, uh, where, Wade, where Wade showed up that fan. <laughs> the fan, yeah, the guy, the, um, the guy in the suit. Yeah, whatever. That was crazy. <laughs> that guy was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wade versus fan. <laughs> That's how you knew it was like bad times in Miami. Oh. Like the biggest rivalry is like Wade versus Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. What happened to you? <laughs> you had to fight fans. That's now? how you're washed. Yeah, you're washed, dude. <laughs> but all right, that was good. Um, moving right along. I love it, man. We're actually going at a reasonable clip. So let's go. So I don't know if you listened to my first pod, but I do a shoot around now at the end. So right. what that means is we're going to start with easy questions. We're like layups. We're going to go to like the mid-range. We're going to go three-pointers. Then we're going to go one tough question. That's a half-court shot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. We're only going one question. It's like I don't have fucking – it's already 1230. I don't have like a few hours tonight. We're only going to ask one question each category. All right. So let's go to your – let's go to the easy. Let's go layup. What's your favorite animal? Mm, probably it's a, it's a dog. A dog. Fuck, dude, Doxy's gonna kill me, man. Fucking Doxy, like, okay, so he had this whole big thing. Like, he, like, chose Snow Leopard or whatever last night. Um, and I like was, this man's best friend. He's a, a pet. No, no, no. The funny part is that he said, like, oh, you know, I didn't want to pick something generic like a dog. And I was like, no one would fucking pick a dog. I was like, no one's that lame that they would pick a dog. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm> a, <laughs> then my I'm man, basic. my man comes on here, and what, what does he say? He says, dog. Okay, oh, well, pick a breed, dude. Now you gotta fucking pick a breed. Cause you, cause you flubbed that so bad. I'm right, gonna well, make you answer another one. My old dog I had was a a Papillon. It's probably not that too well known. It's a yeah. small dog. Yep. It's a Papillon's French for butterflies. They got these huge ears that like mm-hmm. pop out like butterflies. Yeah, they're, they're cute. They're really smart dogs. So I like. Uh, are they? You yeah, tricks? they. She get a do that. We say bang, bang, and then just dead. They, they like <laughs> lay out and stop moving. <laughs> oh, that's cute, man. Damn. Okay, I'll I'll accept it. You uh, the second question you did well. All right, man. What's your favorite COD? Mm, probably Black Ops 2. Because I was, uh, I was huge into that one. Ooh. Big Zombies guy. Okay. Did all the Easter eggs. Yep. Okay. You good? That. You were good? You play ranked? You mm, fucked shit up? I wasn't, I'm not great. I like to go on a big streak right now. But I play more just like kind of full around. Mm-hmm. Have some fun with my friends. Play like Search and Destroy. N- oh, Ninja yeah. Defuse people and all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trolling. That's it. Uh, but yeah, you ever play Halo? You're a Halo guy or you're a COD guy? Mm, I don't really get into Halo that much. Yeah, you're too young. It's all shitty now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm old head, man. That was like the first video game, like, Combat Evolved. <laughs> Call of Duty was big. Call of Duty was like the big thing when I got in. Everyone's playing yep. that. Uh-huh. Zombies and everything. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Okay. I'll allow this disrespect because, you know, you're younger. You don't know better. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to, okay, so not Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. The best non-Tatum Jalen Brown player in Celtic Summer League. Who has impressed you the most besides those two? Yeah, it's been a pretty shit shoot after that, so it's hard to. <laughs> you got to pick one, man. You got to do it. Mm, uh, I would say it's, it's, it's the basic answer, but uh, I got to go out there. You got to say uh, 
I'm going to say Nader for his offense output just to grind your gears a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, as soon as I was thinking of that, I was like, oh, he's going to say fucking Nader. He's been, he's been the flashiest guy the third, yeah. uh, behind them because he, he puts up points. That's what people he look does for, put up the points. casual fans look at. Yeah, say it. Yeah, get him. Get him. Tell him. They're like, oh, he averages 16 a game in summer. He'll be nice in the NBA. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep dragging him. Go. <laughs> oh, you're going to get some mentions because of that, man. <laughs> I get a lot I mean, of hey, he, he's, he's good against the rim. He can shoot, but he yep. can't play a lick of defense. No, dude, he's just a traffic cone, man. He's just a fucking traffic cone out there. Tunnel vision when he has the ball, too. Yeah, very like... predictable. Very predictable. He doesn't, like, react to the defense. He just kind of, like, has a plan. And he does He's it. Like, hey, I'm not, I'm not driving to a spin move here and then lay it up. <laughs> just like throw it at the rim, yeah. But he just like throws it at the backboard. He's trying to get. Something. He has great touch on his thing. Though. I have to give him credit for that. When he yeah. throws it up, a lot of times I like expect it to go in. Basically, mm-hmm. that's fair. I guess I can allow that. I suppose. <laughs> I think in the NBA he just gets swatted. Like oh, definitely going against like Gobert or something. Oh yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he'd be in big trouble. But uh, fine, Nader, I'll accept it. Okay, that's fine because everyone else has played poorly. Zizic, yeah, he's he, been he's been all right, but like he yeah, he's he been all right. stand out. He's just yeah. kind of the big goof in the middle. Yeah, big goof in the middle. Um, he did play like, well we had, tonight. I think tonight he was pretty good. If he had played like that in the first two games, I think people would be a lot less, you know, oh, worried. Yeah. He wasn't like dominant tonight, but he was definitely like, you know, like you saw it. Player. Yeah, like, you saw it. You were like, that's an NBA player. I think you know, with some polish. He sticks out with those those dad tube socks. Yeah, dad socks tube socks. He sticks out because he's so fucking big, man. He's huge. Oh yeah. I wasn't ready for that. I don't know for some reason. He's ready. Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's ready. Like body wise, that's a grown ass (laughs) man out there. He looks like a man too. He doesn't look twenty. Like no. He looks like good twenty like seven or something. Like he's yeah. a veteran. He's been in the league a few years. He's gone to the playoffs. Yeah, he's got that like Eastern European old man look going on out there. I love it. Like eating glass and shit. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go to the big one now. We're gonna go to the hard question. It might not be hard for you, but I think most of Celtics Twitter would think it's hard. Who should the Celtics move for to make cap space? Who should they move? I'm gonna have to go Crowder. Just okay. Slant. We got, got Jalen, we got Tatum, we got Hayward now. All based, their main position is a three. Crowder, and he's just he has never, he has an attitude problem. Oh, we, yeah. we cheered for Hayward. So we on the sign with us, and look, it worked. And he's like, oh, hey, don't don't root on the other team. You guys are weak. <laughs> what kind of fans are you? <laughs> it counts, and he said too. he has it no counts. problem with leaving. Like, yeah. you don't say that. Yeah, he's just. It, it seemed bizarre to me because like Hayward is like a two, so. Were you yeah. mad for Avery? Like, like, like he was, he was recruiting Kevin Durant too. Like he yeah. plays your position as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That that crowd of shit was weird. That was. I'm just saying, like, there was a reason that he wasn't at the meetings this year compared to last year. That's all I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised Danny Ainge didn't troll him. Danny Ainge is a pretty big troll, man. I could see. Oh, today's his birthday too. I was surprised he didn't pull something. I saw that on Twitter. I, saw, I mean, uh, Instagram. The Celtics wish him happy birthday. I was like, yeah, they're gonna fucking trade him on his birthday. <laughs> they're gonna trade him. They're gonna send him to live in Utah in purgatory. I saw I saw a bold theory today that uh, there was a locked in sign in trade with Utah, but they didn't want to do it to Crowder on his birthday. <laughs> but, uh, I like that. I like Wash kind of Wash kind of shut that down. Yeah, like, kind of shut saying that down. The, yeah. the talks were dead since some more. Maybe they're dead because they agreed on something. Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could be why they're dead. <laughs> I mean, I think that's what that's what I want to. I'm gonna like Devils advocate against you here a little bit, but I agree with Crowder traded. But I'm gonna say that with that contract, I think it's hard to move because we control him for so long that he's a valuable mm-hmm. piece because he can play the four for us a little bit. How do you feel about that? Do you- well, I also feel if we dump the salary now, 
Like, if we trade Bradley or someone and get something back, we won't get really good return right now. Seems now we're desperate. Yeah. If we traded Crowder later, I feel like we get more from him. Like, because teams will know we don't have to do it. We're just, like, shopping him. That is an excellent so point. They'll, they'll yep. be more inclined to offer more. And uh, at the same time, Bradley, IT, and Smart are all expiring. So, I don't know if he, Wicks, the owner, has been trying to say we're going to go into luxury, and he's fine with it. But I don't know if he wants to do it for all three of those guys. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I I strongly doubt that. <laughs> and here, here, here you can get a kind of hot take for uh, Twitter. But, yes. Uh, what you smart, got? Smart is more important going forward than Bradley. Yep. Yep. I <clears> mean, Twitter, one. Twitter will say that's a hot take. I don't, I'm don't. i on that train. But, yeah, talk watch, about it. They don't watch the games. Yeah, they, they don't watch the games. Talk about Bradley, it a little bit. Bradley went out for like a month. There wasn't really a drop in our team's performance that much. Noticeable. Nope. Nope, there, there was wasn't. there was in the playoffs against Atlanta, but that was also different team. We didn't have we didn't have Brown yet, who played big minutes and was very good at the shooting guard spot when he was gone. And then Smart developed more and is more physical yep. now. More we also didn't have Horford because Horford, Horford just makes everything easy for everyone. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his role is to make everything easy. With the additional scoring of Hayward and Tatum in the future, Bradley yep. scoring won't be needed as much. And Smart mm-hmm. is a more versatile player, like all around. He can ball handle better. Yep. He can distribute better. He's a better, maybe not on ball defender, but definitely can guard more positions and do more. Yep. And he can survive on those quicker guys. Like, even if, you know, you think he's not as good as Avery, he's definitely pretty good on him. Yeah. Um, like, you can put him on Kyrie and you're not going to be like, oh, no, he's going to get exposed. <laughs> you know who got exposed on Kyrie it was fucking Rozier. I was disappointed with that. <laughs> I thought my boy would have done better on defense because we drafted him for defense. <laughs> he, he's he's kind of. I don't think he's up there all the way IQ was and maybe one of his issues. <laughs> yeah, but. I think he was. Yeah, he fell for the ball a lot. He was just yeah. like watching the ball instead of like watching where yeah. Kyrie was going. You gotta watch the hips. That's the, yeah. the biggest thing you're taught when you're younger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not that good at it. Uh, fucking Kyrie barbecued him. <laughs> that was not good. But um, yeah, I agree with that. I think Smart's more valuable going forward. Um, and I think the most underrated thing about Smart going forward that people kind of overlook is that he's your sixth man. He's your ball handler off the bench. Um, also, people people slam him for his not being able to shoot, but at this point in like Bradley's career, he couldn't really shoot either. Yeah, he couldn't really shoot either. I mean, he, he wasn't was the worst. He wasn't like smart level worst shooter ever. But <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but he he wasn't that good at that point in his career. But smart, if Smart could become a mediocre shooter, yep, he'll be like a yep solidified really role good. player. That will, yeah, yep. I mean, he's already a net positive impact, and he shoots twenty eight percent from yeah. three. Like that's <laughs> I think. I think a thing is too in the regular season, Brad. Just like if you feel like you can shoot, go ahead and do it. Cause we're gonna we're a good enough team to survive that and keep winning. And you can get more confidence in build yep. your shooting up for like big so moments, too. like Game Three in Cleveland, where he shot the lights out somehow. Yeah, he just dominated. He just like, pulled up and drained him. Actually, overall like t- in the playoffs, he was pretty good from three. Like I'll tell you, Avery Bradley will never do that in the playoffs. He can he can get his cuts, he can make his open threes, but he will not take over a game. Yep, no, no, because we've never seen it. He's been on the team for like seven years now. He's never taken over a playoff game. He's had good like, performances. Like but. even when he was like putting up like twenty five or whatever, playing really well against Jimmy Butler, he was going on like twenty shots. Like he was yeah. shooting a lot. He's yeah, he's shooting a lot. Yeah. yeah, and they were they had to um work. They had to like set screens for him. They had to bring him off screen stuff like that. Oh, his um, long twos off screens. Are, uh, mm. He Those used to do that annoying. a lot more. He used to do that yeah. a lot more, man. He's like, oh, Horford's setting a pit. Let me just pop it right here. Like, take a step <laughs> back into that at least. Yeah, Avery bothers me like that. He can't really create on his own um, like some of the other guys. 
I can't believe he used to play point guard when I watched him. What was Doc doing? Yeah, I know, right? Remember that? Yeah, wow, dude. Talk about blasting the pass, thinking about Avery, the point guard. He can't fucking like, pass to save his life. <laughs> Brad was smart enough to put Jordan Crawford at point guard. <laughs> and that worked. He got player of the week. He got, yeah, play, Eastern Conference Player of the Week, Jordan Crawford, who went out to play in China. He's back that's in the got, NBA now. But. That's going to be an accomplishment. Like, if I'm Brad making my yep. making my resume, <laughs> I made Jordan Crawford Eastern Conference Player of the Week. <laughs> I feel you, man. Good shoot-around performance. You recovered. You flubbed the first question a little bit, I think. But, you know, you recovered in the second half of it. Uh, you gave me good, strong answers. Uh, well done. You have earned your closing statement. Give me some thoughts. You can talk about whatever the fuck you want. You can talk about Hayward. You can talk about Smart. You can talk about who you should trade. You can talk about life. You can talk about your right. Just hit me with something. All right. All right. Uh, we're ready. Next season, Celtics one seed again. You're making the prediction right now. Oh. It's like the, the Cavs are better, honestly, but they don't they don't go 100% in the regular season. Brad's not going to take any breaks like LeBron is. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see. We're going to see a one seed. Near 60 wins, maybe even more if people will stay healthy. Ooh, okay. If, okay. If Horford, if Horford goes down, we're screwed because we have no other big men. Oh, yeah, we're like, just fucked. Last yeah. year when he was down, we had to start Zeller. I like wanted to turn the games <laughs> off. I agree. His soft hands were not as good as yeah. advertised. <laughs> yeah, the, the Tommy likes to point out. Yeah, Tommy likes to point out his soft hands. <laughs> but, yeah, so you're thinking like 60 wins, close to 60 wins? Somewhere near. Because, look, we added Horford seven more wins, and yep. we had – we had a lot of injuries too, and then now we add Tatum and Hayward. Yep, that could be another seven good seven wins. Word, I like that. And this then, is a good hot take. This is a, mm-hmm. this is not even that hot of a take, I don't think. Yeah, because um, we got last year with the worst squads. So. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. And Cleveland, Cleveland's over here adding Jose Calderon. So. <laughs> Word, man. Good closing statement. Thanks for being on the pod. This is my mm-hmm. man Nick. You find him at clutch underscore combat he offers some brilliant boston sports takes he talks about all of them not just the celtics um his, the, his celtics takes are my favorite ones but he's good <laughs> overall <laughs> thanks for coming on man all right if uh if any of these fans look i want to hear any more me and uh celtics junkies and a couple other people are looking to launch up the boston junkies app which will have everything and there's gonna be bot podcasts articles highlights everything going up on there so that's gonna be the app to have for boston sports fans in the future Word, man. I'll be looking out for it. Thanks for coming on. All right. No problem. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, Nick did a great job tonight. And like we said at the beginning of the show, you can find him at clutch underscore combat. There's a last-minute substitution, and he came on here, and he absolutely crushed it. That's impressive. He didn't have any time to prepare. I just called him into the big leagues. Great job, man. Yeah, so this concludes the third episode of Revenge of the Parquet. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, you can subscribe. If you want to contact me, you can find me on Twitter at handsome underscore Jake underscore. Got anything you want to yell at me about? Maybe you're like a Miami Heat fan or like a Nader stan. You can find me there. You can offer suggestions for the show. You can tell me what you liked. You can tell me what you didn't like. Thanks for listening. And remember, it is what it is.